This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. I always want to use this space to talk about interesting things, talk about provocative things that I don't necessarily get a chance to talk about because, you know, the time constraints as well on the radio. But I also want to talk to people a little bit differently than I would on the air. So I'm so glad. This woman has been a part of our radio family kind of de facto for about three years. People don't know. but She's always bringing in some of the most colorful guests we've ever had. But I wanted to talk to the woman behind the scenes in terms of the business of what she does and how she got into this. Let me welcome to the hub. Lainey Spicer. Thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to be here. Well, listen, you you come and you sit in the other room yeah. and you're, you know, you hover. I'm a good hover. Yes. <laughs> you have some of the most engaging, interesting clientele that I've ever seen. You've brought on Thank some people, you. some of our most memorable guests. Great. The one that stands out most was Jarend. Oh, Garen. Garen. Garen, yeah, yeah. Garen, yeah. the... From was, Cowboys for Angels. Him, he runs a gigolo service? He runs service? an elite escort service. Right, that's yes. what we call it. I yes. was calling it gigolos, but it's not. Because that's from the TV show that right. he also, gigolos, which is right. cool. You've had, I think Roger Stone came Roger in through Stone you. Roger Stone came in here, yeah. God bless him. He's going through a lot. He sure is. Yeah. <laughs> now, how did you, because you represent these people. Yes. You know, how did you get into this business? You know, I wanted to be a writer. That's what I started. I went to school for it, and it was a journalism major at SVA, and I graduated, and the jobs were really scarce, you know, even as an assistant, and and the ones who are interested, even back in my day, which is 100 years ago, but, you know, $14,000 a year, you know, living here. Yeah, you that know. was what journalists make. Yeah. yeah. And this is New York. Yeah, right? this is New so York, you, They got to work at a local paper and start right. there and work your way up. Yeah. Exactly. And this is about 1991, 92. And going through the New York Times, you know, for the ads. And it happened to be from this place called Gallery Magazine. And they picked up. I started answering PR ads as well because I took a PR class in college. So I was like, well, that's another backup, you know, and of course it was a PR job. And I did, thought Gallery was an art magazine. I thought, oh, they called me because I went to SVA, you know, sh- great. And then I got there and I turned out to be like, it was a, like a dirty magazine. It was a like nudie. A, like a penthouse, but It was dirtier? like a playboy. No, more like it was a playboy. It's more like a playboy. Like I call it the poor man's playboy. <laughs> it's like. So what's the difference between playboy and penthouse? Well, Playboy is, you know, very airbrushed. The legs are closed. And Penthouse, legs are open. And there's hustler interaction right. between people. Okay. And is know. Hustler the next level? Yes. Then Hustler is even more hardcore. Okay. Than that. Okay. Yes. So this was more Playboy. This was more Playboy. Legs were closed. Legs were closed, but more like Midwestern girls. We had like the girl next door of the month. That was, I was in charge of that. Hilarious. Women from like, you know, Iowa, tiny, Kansas. Yeah, Iowa and- sending Polaroids, literally Polaroids back then nudes and we'd pick like a bunch who's going to be the girl next door the month they get like 25 i swear i can remember this by heart twenty five hundred dollars and if they won for years so that's how i started but i had no like i never thought of anything like that so you know, tell me ever. about the home you grew up in i grew up in a sort of conservative but open home and you know, my parents are from my mom's from north africa she's morocco 
and my dad's from South America, and they, they're both immigrants. They met here, and, you know, they're kind of strict, kind of strict, you know, religious Jews. My mother, not my father, but my mother, Orthodox. Well, you know, that's all that matters. Yeah, that is all that matters, <laughs> especially in my home. Yeah. Like, my mom was the person, yeah. like yeah. the boss. My father was just, like, gave him her paycheck every week, and, you know, he was another employee there. Just like... <laughs> Hilarious. So when but, you come yeah. home and you say, Mom and Dad, I'm working at this nudie magazine... What was the reaction? You know, her, her first reaction was, she said, Eileni. She's like, she said there, she was sure that they were doing this as some sort of conspiracy to get me <laughs> in the magazine. But my mother also is, she looked me up and down. And she goes, well, maybe not. I mean, from the waist up, not the waist <laughs> down. Maybe, I, like, they're not going to want all of you naked, just the waist up. Not the waist. And I was like, Mom. Wow. Yeah, oh, she's uh, quite something. Yeah, hilarious. Quite something. But you know, I brought the magazine home and I showed. So you them. were open about it. I told them right away. Like they're See, all I would have been like business. really sneak, just so you know. Like my parents yeah. would have, ne- they would have been finding out listening to this podcast. <laughs> like if I were doing something like that, because I was like super, like never telling them anything. Really? About, yeah. So that's interesting that you could be that open. I, yeah, I mean, I wasn't allowed to go on a date till I was in like. So they like were conservative, 17. but you still felt comfortable telling your mom, "Here's what I'm doing." Because this nudity was okay, you know, like they wouldn't let us see violent movies, but they didn't care if we read dirty books or saw nudity, you know, because they're from these, you know, third world countries where nudity is not a big deal. So is know? that the case? You travel a lot. When I was a kid, I did with them. You know, my mom, most of her family is all of it she's one of like eight brothers and sisters so you know they're all in europe spain morocco you know switzerland and stuff so you know nudity is not a big deal but divorce is like unheard of my mother was a virgin till she got married and she got married when she was 35 years old so culturally we have it kind of twisted here in america yeah. where we're focused on the wrong things or we're you know obsessed about the wrong things it seems it's weird with them. It's like, you know, watching nudity wasn't a big deal. It was just where she came from. It's like if someone found out you did have sex before marriage, like that was going to cut your chances of getting married in half. Wow. You know, so it was a weird balance. It was. So were you working at this nudie magazine as a virgin? No, no, I was not. <laughs> no. <laughs> but your mother didn't know uh, that. She didn't know that. Okay, all she right. Did. So you my, my, you know what to keep yes. keep to yourself. Oh, She's for sure. Probably gonna learn about this right here. She, listening she to definitely. This. <laughs> for the first three years, I'm sure she had no idea that I was having sex. I wouldn't know. Never. My father the same. Like, okay. And when he found out my sister was having sex, and she was 23 at the time, when he found how did he out, find out? He saw her with some guy somewhere, and uh, somehow he put it together. And I remember him like crying crying like he's just 23 years old okay crazy crazy but this job did not bother him right because no. you weren't having sex it was just pictures and you were doing editorial work it's and you job. were writing little pieces and picking yeah. things and doing things so it, that was part of your degree that you got so you're using your skills it's a job yeah it's a job i mean i remember bringing it home to my mother and her looking through it and both of them and She's pointing to the crotch, you know, the women, and she says, like, ugh, men like looking at that, though. She's like, I understand breasts, but, you know, the vagina to her was like, she's like, that's just ugly. That's a sicko who thinks that's beautiful. And now you're in the (laughs) vagina business. All right, so Lady Spicer, yes, there's Roger Stone and there's the cowboy. Yes. Cowboy angels. Yes, cowboys Uh, for angels. Thank you. But you have a lot of porn stars. Yeah in your stable of yes. people. Like the one that stood out for me the most, and I'm horrible with names. It's okay. 
transgender porn star from oh, Asia. Venus. Venus Lux. Venus Lux. We love that show. That's my favorite Can show. Can I tell you? This is my I, favorite show. I was, you know, because Jameson, it. you and Jameson have a great relationship, and he was bringing the guests in. It was like, at some point, I was like, okay. It was, <laughs> it was turned into a thing. But Venus Lux came in. I was like, all right. But the phones lit up. I remember. And so many of our male listeners yeah. were calling and shouting out and I didn't even know that Venus Lux still had a penis because yeah. one of our listeners I was like what is going on here yeah. Yeah. but she was so she forthright was and amazing great. and it was one of the best interviews I've ever had I loved it. Yeah. yeah. She loved it, too. I think it was the fa- best interview I've ever booked her on. Like, nice. I, I Thank you for making me look so good. No, but, I mean, yeah, I'm just curious. <laughs> she loved it. She loved it. And, you know, it's funny. Until I never repped anyone, I didn't even know anyone who was transgender until I started working for myself and they started coming out to the woodwork with me about, like, do you want to rep me? And I didn't realize how many men like this stuff. Tell me about this. I, I, Tell me it, about this thing it, it's, that men like. I had no idea that men watch transgender porn. I had, I didn't know that. I didn't think of, you know, I have to admit I was ignorant before I started working with them. And to me, it was homosexual. You know, I knew a girl who dated a guy that we knew for a fact was into transgendered women. And I, I remember we used to like kind of laugh at her behind her back. I, I admit it and say like she's, you know, she's dating a fag. You know, right. sorry for my language. That's yes. what we I'm putting said. Up, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. We don't, do we, can we use those? Oh, that's what you, you're quoting yourself. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I was saying that we were, yeah, I said, but, you know, we were saying that at the time. This is years ago. And that's what I thought. And I admit it, you know, I was ignorant. And then as I started working with these women, and I've never once thought of any of them as, as a guy ever, ever. And it's, and then I found out, like, uh, as I'm telling, you know, start worrying around with them, all of a sudden guy friends I know was text me. It's like, you didn't tell me you know Venus Lux. <laughs> I'm like, this one guy that, you know, I, you know, some years ago had been intimate with had said, like, text me. He's like, you didn't tell me you work with Venus Lux. I love her. And it made me, you know, I was like, really? It's like, that's what you're into? And he's like, he's like, that's not the only thing I'm into, but sure, you know, I, I'm a fan. So I don't know. A lot of men... I guess are are comfortable or, or I don't know if they'll all be honest out loud and say right. they're into it, but they, they do watch it. I'm learning cause uh, not that I'm rigid. I'd, I'd like to think of myself as open, but I'm learning that sex and sexuality and everything that we've mm-hmm. been taught about it, you know, that we just have to let people live their lives yeah. and, and the opinions that people have usually reveal their own, proclivities you know so if you're so obsessed with somebody else's sex life which is is what i think a lot of people are obsessed with what other people are doing it really kind of speaks to something going on with you right and i'm even learning i remember the first student that i had was uh, transgender student because i used to give an assignment um to do a profile on a i would tell them to pick a scientologist you would have to pick a neo-nazi or a transgender person right because interesting for for a journalism student you those are built in stories. Yeah. How did a person arrive at that? Cause none of these people were born that way. So right. the, the storytelling would be built in. So they wouldn't have to search for it as just a, you know, walking up to somebody and doing a profile. Sure. And I stopped doing the assignment the year that I had a transgender student in my class because I, you know, I didn't want them to feel okay. anyways. But then I started to examine even that, like, you know, what's happening. And 
previously some of my students weren't very respectful and they didn't do you know they were hanging out outside of like Hedrick Mark Martin and like are you transgender mm-hmm. and I was like why would you ever you know and then I realized we're in an effed up society yeah where people yeah. don't even they're so uncomfortable with themselves that they don't know how to treat other people right and that's, that's definitely it and if, if a person identifies as a woman even if they have a penis like yeah respect that like yeah. I don't I don't know why you wouldn't and what yeah. that what do you lose by doing that it does it makes them uncomfortable about themselves that you hit it right there is is the people who have an issue with it um it, they're the ones who are insecure with who they are or their own sexuality or whatever you know it, it you know um I had another trans uh, gendered adult star who was on sway I put her on him on her on sway in the morning Mia Isabella and um you know, which I was, I was thrilled that Sway said yes, and you know she was there. But you know, it he was very cool. Obviously, yeah, he wanted cool her as, yeah. uh, on as a guest, so he was really cool. Everyone was learning stuff, but you know, I could tell that you know, first glance, like he he was totally awesome. But you know, someone's body it's language, a discomfort. It was a little bit, and then I saw. I'm not it used slowly. to this. He just wasn't used yeah. to it. He wasn't used to it. And she's black. Yes, yeah, she's half black. Yes, okay. she's half black, half Puerto Rican. And she was on the show. It's a big thing on YouTube. Like the numbers check are going, yeah, check it yeah. out. And, was this um, recently? It was, I'd say, three years ago okay, or okay. so, three I'll or four, that out. four years ago. And for the record, I think Puerto Ricans are black. So I'm just going to put that out <laughs> oh, there. Oh, that's yeah, true. Do, so. yeah, I'm just saying. You know. <laughs> Dominicans? Uh, what they're, oh, they're black, too. They're black yeah, go too. ahead. Everybody's black. Uh, <laughs> check black on your senses. Everybody yeah. is black. Yeah, that's what my, we my, all come from Africa. I Stop agree. It. My yeah. mother says that all the time. It's she, she, true. My mother calls people laugh at her because I look like her. She looks like me. And she calls herself an African-American because she has lived in was Africa, born in Morocco. born, raised all of her, you know, generations of it, and she considers herself to be African. Well, all right, that may that's a complicated thing, and we're gonna be, you know, uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on <laughs> from that, okay. Lainey, because I have some very definitive views on that, you know, <laughs> because if you have the privilege of white skin, um, yeah. you know, to be able to check a African American box without having the pain of being African American and being treated like a black person in America, yes. it, there's some, you know, it's like Teresa Carey, John Kerry's wife is also, I think she's Algerian and she oh, you know, checked African American or whatever. And I'm like, Mm-mm. if you got white privilege, I agree. um, you know, yeah. then, then fight, fight for the rights of everybody. But you know, it's, I don't know. It's, it's I, a line. I agree. I believe me. I, I've been embarrassed when she's said that, you know, where she, we were at a, a super, no, no, we were, she was getting a new refrigerator. She had a very thick accent. And, um, the, the the man waiting on us who was a uh, African American gentleman said to her um I love your accent where are you from and she said she's from Morocco and she's like uh yeah she goes I too am an African American you know and I was like mom stop like, yeah you know she you know I guess she feels that it's a beyond skin color you and it know, should be. I mean, it, I wish we but, could get but, to a but place. But you're right, you know, because no one's going to harass her the same way. You know, maybe they'll harass her for being an immigrant or poor or something else, but not for her skin color. Absolutely not. They yeah. wouldn't know. I wish, I don't know what it would take. And I think you being in the business that you're in, we're talking with Lainey Spicer, um, it, it puts you in a space where you, you have actually forced me with some of your guests to reexamine some things that I thought. And, you know, Venus Lux was one of those moments where I was like, Everything that I thought I knew, 
changed in that moment that I was talking to her. And I had to like, in the moment, yeah. reconfigure in my mind how I saw certain things, especially when I found out she still had a penis. I was like, so how does that work? I mean, not that how does yeah, it work. Yeah, no, no, Cause I no. get how it works, but like you still enjoy. Yeah. And she like likes women. Too. I was like, what yes. is that? That was like freaking me out. I was like, how does this work? It is very odd. Yeah. That part too is very odd. I mean, honestly, most of them keep their penis because you would think their sex life or their love life would be better without one, but it actually is not. Well, when I heard, I, there was a, a um, transgender woman that lived in one of my, build, one of my buildings mm -hmm. and they had the surgery. And to keep the, you know, when you cut off your penis and they invert, they, they invert that area to yeah. create a, a uh, vagina. Mm -hmm. So you have penis inside out. Right. But the hole closes like a pierced ear. Yeah. So when you get an ear piercing, you take the earring out for a while, the hole will close. So the, you have to keep something in there. There's no natural moisture. So no. you're not, you're not getting yeah. wet. So, so there's like It's physical... also very shallow. Right. It's shallow too. Right. Um, I, I personally, you know, I've told the clients that I have when we've talked about it, I've said like, if you feel like a better person, of course you should do it. But I honestly think it's going to make your life harder, you know, because it's, it's just, there's so much to take care of. And, um, cause it's an open wound. It's an open, that it, yes. Continues to be an open wound to keep it, it open. Is. You have to, it's, it is like some of these ladies, uh, they, they, remove their testicles like that's something they do very often they they have their testicles removed because it also keeps their voice high oh you know it does other positive things to keep them more woman hormonally hormonally right and all that they do that but i i wouldn't recommend it honestly if, it, if i had a daughter like that so I in the removal of the testicles does the penis still get um erect oh yes okay everything you're just you know you're shooting blanks that's all okay all right that's all interesting yeah all the, all, you know, there's there's so many, so so people in this country live such um, secreted lives, which puts them in positions to always get jacked up. Yeah, and we're seeing it every sure. day. It's like some scandal or something. And I I think, however you want to live and do whatever, whoever you want to do it with or not, is your business, right? Mm -hmm. So even in in that, you know, there are men that like you, you know, who are effeminate looking. But they, they're tops. Yeah. Right? And so I'm learning all yeah. of this, right? They're yeah. men that are very masculine who are bottoms. Yep. And, yep. like, in this... So you can't really tell what people do and you should... So, like... You can't. All of that is yeah. open. So you're in a porn business. Yeah. The craziest thing you've ever seen, Lainey. Oh, boy. Come on. Craziest thing I ever saw. You mean, like... Experienced or movies yeah, anything. or what's what made what made you clutch your pearls? Oh wow, okay. Um, yes, I, I this happened when I was much younger, much younger. I was at one of these uh, conventions, AVN. What and, is, they uh, have porn porn conventions? Yes, in, okay. in Vegas. In Vegas, they have, okay, like, where all the conventions one. are. It, it used to be part of the the consumer electronics show, CES show, and now it, it's split off, but. Uh, there was a, a male porn star that I, you know, everyone in the office knew I had a crush on, and um, you had a crush on a male porn star. Well, just I had, but seen you know his he's picture. having sex. For, yes, for, yes. You know, I didn't want camera. to. I, I just thought he was cute. Like, okay, they, okay. They blew it. I thought he was very cute, and they all knew it in the office. And um, 
you know, they were teasing me and then somehow one of them found him and brought him over. And, you know, I was a lot younger than every, the group there. I was like maybe 22. I was like embarrassed and, and he's treating me like a kid. He's like, hi, Lainey, how are you? Do you want an autograph? And I remember saying, uh, and then uh, Robin Bird, who I don't know if you know her from She used New to York. do a late night show in New York. Yeah. On on like public access yes, television, public really access. nasty show. Yes, this is like yes, cult classic Robin back Bird. in the day. Rob, is she still doing that? She she just lives off the residuals. I don't wow. think she's done a, a new show in years. Wow, and wow. Stuff. But she was there and she was like, they were like all prodding me to kind of, you know, basically go off and have sex with him or something and I was like no and I, I remember saying I think my boyfriend would break my arm if I did such a thing and she was like well honey if your boyfriend would it breaks your arm I think you have a bigger problem here like she took it literally yes completely and I was that, just I thinking the same like, thing though <laughs> that was the world that they live in right. everything is just you Lit know rolling. and and then I remember at that same convention um there was like sort of like a back area with a curtain and I was sitting there taking a break, you know, eating my sandwich. And I looked over and like as as right over there, there was, you know, uh, a guy, you know, getting orally serviced by this woman, you know. And I was like, wow, this this is this like is real. This is real. Like, I, you know, you've been like talking the talk, but you actually cannot walk the walk. Like every time. I've ever been in the position to do anything wild or crazy. Like I do, I like I hear my mother calling. I can't, I can't do it. So you have you never know? partaken in any of these um, activities, never. lady. Never, never. I believe I, you. I believe it, you. It, it very much. Um, I don't know. I just got like it's just not for me. It's not to say that I'm uptight sexually, but. I'm not one of those people who can like bring their business out and like, no. I was I, gonna say the reason why I, I believe you is because you wouldn't be so pro prolific and successful. People, people who mix business and pleasure, yeah, it always gets messy. And yeah. at some point, something goes yeah. left, and they end up not reaching their full potential. And you are absolutely um, doing a. You have a client list that's ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you. People don't know Lainey Spicer. <laughs> All right, so that doesn't seem like the craziest thing. I think you're you're uh, holding out. I'm trying out. to think of what's because maybe like your crazy, crazy meter is 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 like stunted now because you've probably seen you so know, many crazy things that. Um, it's not so much crazy sexual things. It's more like crazy when people have like flipped out, you know, emotionally and stuff. When I've had to literally chase like a girl across a lawn and who's just upset and I have no idea why and she's not really telling me and and she's just flipping out. Do you, do you find you know. am, among your clients that there are, there's a high instance of you know drug abuse and emotional damage? Like, do people get into this business as an escape from something, or you know? I mean, I I think there's definitely women who shouldn't be doing this. You know, um, it's I I don't think they can emotionally handle it. I've met women who. Um, and I know it's going to be weird, but for some reason, like the foreign women, like Ukrainian women, Russian, they're like, it's all just business to them. And they are they able to compartmentalize. Totally able to do it. Um, there was this one very smart woman when I worked at a penthouse. She was pet of the year doctor. She became a, a, a clinical psychologist, Dr. Victoria Zadrock. And um, she was, you know, very open about she was into porn. She was been a playmate and a pet but you know she definitely did escorting and things like that and um it was totally fine by her she just didn't 
you know, she was, you know, this, this was, this work was a house. This work was, you know, boarding school for her children. Wow. And, you know, she didn't think anything of it. I remember we did uh, an event at Webster Hall and it was like this sort of date for charity kind of thing. And, you know, someone auctioned her for like, I don't know, a thousand dollars to sit with her for 30 minutes and have champagne or something. And I let them go to their area and have their date. And then I picked her up and I said, okay, you're ready to go. And she's got up. She says, sure. And she has one minute and I, she shimmies out of her, out of her panties and hands them to, to her date. And he gives her some money and she goes, okay, let's go. I'm ready now. You know, and um, I said to her, what the hell is that? And she goes, hey, she goes, if you want to pay, you know, $300 for a pair of my used panties that I paid like $5 for, I'll go ahead. Wow. You know, and she just thought, yeah. well, other girls, like, I think they're just... They're, they're just not strong. You have to be like us. You have to be very comfortable with who you are and and know who you are and, and you know, be strong. If If you are insecure or if you have issues with like some sex or, or your parents or whatever, like and not, this is not for you. Business wise. Um, and I have a couple of other questions. Business wise, the, the most lucrative area of your business right now is what? Is it porn? Is it, uh, modeling? Is it like, you know, I mean, I'd say in the in the world of adult entertainment, mm -hmm. um, camming is really big right now. Camming, yeah, that's, what is that's that? webcamming. So that's women who, um, you know, they set up their their webcam, and men can either you know watch. It could be a bunch of guys or and women at once watching, or people who want to do one on one, you know, where you can see each other, and and then whoever's paying will say like, I want you to. You take know, off your bra. Take off your bra. Right. I want you to do this and that, and that's that ups the ante with money more and more. Now, how do you get paid? And so they pay directly, like you know, they got a credit card and. So do you get a piece PayPal. of that? Do you no. set people up? I'm saying no. for from your business. Oh, for me, I mean, you know, I used to be, you know, I I I last full time job I had like in an office was Penthouse Magazine. I was there for like ten years, and just the whole thing had just run its course and um i started repping people and of course right away it was the porn stars and stuff but now like people who are hearing about me are coming like like roger like that's great what was that how that's did you great. meet roger stone i met roger through Kristen davis who i wrote her uh she was the madam that we the madam yeah. that you, yes you had she's on. amazing the one yeah. she's got a uh a nail place in harlem yes yep mm -hmm. that's going strong but you know um i'm i worked with her and she met him and she introduced me to them um i'm gonna start i was just telling jameson um next month i'm gonna start uh repping dante nero the comedian and um so that's start you know i think with social media it's bringing people together where this for sure like 10 years ago even even though there was social media then it people weren't all together like this it was more like myspace and everything. right but when people now see your work and they see what you that you're like shoving out stuff th that that makes them take notice as opposed to what the content is yeah so they're not so focused that you have porn stars and right and gigolos and madams yes. but that you can get people attention right you right got somebody on sway or in the karen hunter show yeah. so they're like hey, exactly laney's got connects right a workhorse is a workhorse yes. you know i'm really into it so you know now um i have uh i was telling jameson also like uh, having this woman a psychic who who's gonna start with me next Who month? Who is it? Uh, is it Nene Grace? 
No, it's okay. not. Her name's Elena, and um, I was actually thinking that I'd like to book her on here. Yeah. She's really cool. Is she, is she, I'm, I'm, she's you know, really just cool. for the record, I'm, I'm steering away from that sort of uh, thing that's because I'm, I'm in a place right now where I feel um, the world is very toxic. Yeah, and I, I want to, you know, have every component of me on this show, and this is not my thing. So even our Fridays, like I wanna, I want it to be more elevated, sure. not elevated where we're, you know, you know yeah, yeah. But that there's so much that we need to heal and Absolutely. talk about, and I just, you know, so I've, I've, so I've been more purposeful yeah. with all of our content, and um, you know, so like Kristen and Garen had stories sure. that inspire people, and, and even Venus Lux. But yeah. just to come on and talk about whipping and I think you had one dominatrix oh, that scared. Yes. She was she she had like demonic energy. I, I was listened, like, you know, Yo. I, you, you, the, the truth is, I listened to all the shows even after I've been there. I listened to everything, and I listened to all the shows before I I listened to all the shows before I even book my own clients on, so I know what they're in for. And but I listened to it on the re, you know I always love listening on in demand here at Sirius and. Um, no, I heard what y'all said about her afterwards. Like, I could see that the, like, she will not be yeah. coming back. No, I know like, that. Like, that was some, that was some I know. crazy I, energy. I was one. What did you think of her energy? I don't rep her it right was, now, like, so you dark. Could, it's totally it was dark, cool. and I'm like, I need yeah. light. I need light yeah. and la- you know, yeah. laughter and and message. I need yeah, I need yeah, us to yeah, get yeah. from yeah. point. So like yeah. Venus took me on a sure, journey, man, sure. and I was like there. Kristen took me on a journey. Yeah, Garen, yeah. with his alcoholism, it was yeah, there was yeah, something yeah. you know that we can all like. I want people yeah, to leave a with redemption something. story. Yeah, yeah that absolutely. was like I don't know you beating people and sticking your the, nail uh, your heels in people's booties and stuff. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And it, just the way she was looking, and it was it was just weird. I was like, I probably, can't do it. She had such a great time here. Did she? I cannot no, tell. But, but, but that's the thing, you know. You you invite people that to your home. That shows that you're a really good host. I'm good at what I do. Host. But yeah, I yeah. can't. You know, and I, I have to be true to myself. Of so course. even even in the midst of this, you know, we're having a conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I also, you know, I think it's important that people, you know, I don't want to judge whatever your choices yeah. are. But I think, you know, there's there's a place to go. And for me, I look sure. at you, Lainey, and you're like out here, not just hustling, but you're thriving. And I think there's something really powerful about watching you move in the world and you come Thank through you. and you're so chill. And, you know, and thank you for bringing Roger Stone and all of the guests through. And and so I watch that and it's 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 like a, you know, a, you're, you're comfortable, you know, to be around. And so well, I like that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I, I think if I was like high strung, I don't think I could do this job. Very yeah, you're well. real, real chill. I You got to be. I mean, I definitely freak out, but I freak out more about my like stuff that's not work related. You okay. know, like I freak out more about that or. Um, and, you know, like doing this, it has been very hard when I was, you know, trying to look for somebody, you know, I'm married now, but, you know, it was not ah. easy. Well, how long have you been married? Not that long, two years. Oh, okay. Two so you got married since we've known you. Yes. Yes, I okay, have. Okay, so how'd yes. you meet your paramour? I met him on um, on Match.com. That's why people are meeting They're people. Meeting, because here's the thing. Those are uh, those apps and stuff, that, which is nothing wrong with it. They're for hooking up, and that and great, you right. know. I mean, that I like that too when I was single. But if you cannot meet, like, you're, it's very rare you're gonna meet your husband on that, you know. So I went on Match, and that's when I decided to work for myself. And suddenly, like, this kind of like single tomcatting kind of thing just wasn't satisfying me. I didn't have the attention span for it because you know when you're really focused, like. 
that's not your number one priority. Right, and right. So I went on there and um, and I for years, ref- I, my sister begged me for years to try match and I just wouldn't do it. I know so I many people. I, I'm, ooh, really? I was embarrassed of it. Yeah, be because you're like, you. ah, so, I, don't, I don't need to go on match.com yeah. to meet somebody. Yeah, exactly. I was El- embarrassed. Eljoy Williams, who does Sunday Civics uh, on Urban View, she met her husband on, I think, match or single... Christians, uh, something. Christian one, I think yeah, one of those, one. and they are perfect together. Yeah. She and my like it's. I was shocked because I'm like, <laughs> how do you meet somebody? But so you're married to somebody you met yeah. on. A, what what's what's the special thing? I mean, I think the first thing is I think we were both looking for somebody. I think if you both want the same thing already, there's you know he was there looking for someone. I don't think he was there to get married for sure, but I think he was there to meet someone special and and I was too and um we went on our first date and he I don't know i I thought I would never have dated a man like this when well, years ago why not? Um, because I, for, I'll tell you the things about him. Well, some of it he kept hidden, but number one, he lived with his father. He was a divorced man living with his father on the Upper West Side. You know, not, you know, nice, nice place. Nice, yes, you I, know, but to yeah, me, that West was, Side is well, wealthy, wealthy people live. People. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, his father's apartment, family <laughs> apartment. But you know, I would have thought that was losery. Right. You know, right, I wouldn't have. Right. There's no way. I'm like, live at home with your middle-aged man. Yeah. You're living with. I was like, I, yeah, I get your divorce and you paid for your well, your wife and your kids. But come on, man. You know, like no. Um, he's much more conservative than me. I mean, he, even though he's an actor, but he's a conservative person, you know, and uh, he's not into the, a lot of the things that I'm into. And um, then I found out he was a Republican, which I would never have dated a Republican in a million years, you know, ever. Even though you rep Roger Stone. I didn't yet. Oh, that's what, okay. That's okay. how I worked it All out right. in my okay. head, you see. Right, right. I'm like, I couldn't be right. a hypocrite and right. be like, you're married Republican, right. you right. can't rep a Republican. But I'm sure if I hadn't met David, I don't know if I would have rep Roger Stone. So how are you able to be with somebody whose politics are different than yours? It's Luckily, we don't have a lot of fights. Fights, but um, we he is. I find some of the things he say to be ridiculous. It's just dumb, you know. And thank God he got off the Fox News thing. Okay. Like it used to. That's used like to, an addiction. It's an addiction, and he actually doesn't like it anymore. He finds them very negative. So you know, you are working he your magic. I'm on hoping. Yes, I'm hoping. Maybe. But the funny thing is that. I didn't know he was a Republican. I didn't tell him I worked in porn because I learned not to do that because either men would get afraid and think like they're, they're, they they couldn't measure up, you know, literally. Right. Because you've guy, seen some things. Right. Or the guys would be like, great, you ever have Hook a three-way? Right. Let's do three ways. And right. So, which I'm not into. So, like, you know, I didn't decide I want someone to meet me. Just you. And... um about a month or so into it, he called me and he said, I also wrote some books about sex and sexual. And he said, so you wrote a book about about blowjobs, huh? And I was like, what? Oh, my God. And I said, well, I, you wrote a book about a blowjob? Yeah, I, blow I wrote jobs? a book called um, The Little Bit Naughty Book of Blowjobs. Uh, okay, I wrote a so few books. Chapter one. Chapter one, I couldn't even such a long, I know I wrote I wrote a chapter called Our Spitters Quitters. I know I did that. I remember Are they? that. I think so. You I should swallow. So. Once it's there, like to me, honestly, it's grosser to run to somewhere and spit and it's festering than to just like 
Let it like an oyster. Just just let it go down. See, I don't like oysters either. Ah, uh, I'm not saying it's tasty, but it's like easier to deal with for me to just let it shoot right down than to like have to like let it sit in your mouth while you're looking for a place to. Unless maybe you have a garbage can right there. Right, but, you have to be prepared. You have to yeah, look ahead. You'd have to be prepared. or or like hey. <laughs> Yeah. Or don't, or tell me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because you can feel it when it's coming. Yes, you can. So you can. You yeah. should be prepared. That's true. Shoot, that's no, true. No, nobody should have to swallow or spit. You should be that's out of the true. way. Like, okay. Be. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. That's okay. true. That's true. People. I mean, that would be polite to warn. Yes. To warn someone. Yes. That it's but I'm saying if you're yeah. if you're well versed in that area, yeah. you can. There's certain markers that will show you that something's about to happen. That's true. That's true. I guess, you know, on my younger days, I guess it was a little bit of a show off. Oh, you know. Okay, so, so you were taking it all in yeah. and not gagging and no, just. No, I was a bit of a show yes, off. Yes, yes. So who a, taught you this? Um, well, being Jewish helps. No, just kidding. Is, it, is, that, is that a thing? Does your mother, you no. don't have this conversation with your mother. So of what, course is there not. a Jewish? Um, no, a I Jew- think Jewish <laughs> girls can get a little dirty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't mean my mom's generation, but no, right. my mother, in fact, when she found out that I was having sex, she said, why, I told you, why don't you just do everything but? And I said, really? Like, like you know, oral sex? And she was like, ugh. She goes, you do that? You're disgusting. Okay. So, <laughs> well, so she dope. meant everything but. She meant the I, but. I think she meant just in her world, I think it's like kissing Hand or job? something. Okay. Touching. I don't All know. All right. So, but, so um, I, I think it was just, uh, you know, I always wanted to uh, be good at that for some reason. You, you, you want to be good at something. Everyone yeah. should have a specialty. So you're, you're, did you have a go-to move? Um, and who taught you how to give good blowjobs? You know what? The first boyfriend I ever had was a bit older than me, and he definitely taught me a lot about everything. What did he you teach know? you? Um, he, he, I remember him showing me literally, like, this is the area of a man that's very sensitive. The you taint? see this little ridge. No, it's oh. this little ridge in the back. Like behind the back of the penis, I guess. And he's like, this is very sensitive. And, you know, don't go fast right away. You know, take time and um, all that stuff, you know. And oh, so he was really a good teacher. He was a really good teacher. He was actually a minister's son. I remember <laughs> that. He was. <laughs> my first serious boyfriend, my first one, my first love. And he was a minister's son. And wow. Those preacher's kids, man. The preacher's kids are usually very uh, interesting. Oh, he was a sweetheart. That's probably the best guy. I was ever with aside from my husband. Wow. Two. Yes, my first boyfriend and my husband. So why That's did you it. why did you guys break up? Because I was horrible to him. I was a teenager when I met him okay. and he was like 30, I think I was 18, 19. So he was a, a bit of a cad. I was terrible. I was okay. terrible. I didn't I didn't know anything about relationship or respect or anything and you know, I came from a house where people yelled a lot and said didn't really think of anyone's feelings and you so know. when did you learn this? And so when I lost him and I realized like what I had done and how I behaved, it was too late, you know, it was too late. But wow. I, I definitely did not show him, not on purpose, not show him respect. But, you know, I grew up in a place where my mom would like put my dad down as a laugh in front of us all the time, you know. So that and became a modeling thing. Yeah, yeah. I just, I thought that's what women did was like take the piss out of guys, you know, and it was just busting balls and all that. But I did that a lot. And, you know, and I was feeling, you know, I 
was feeling myself all of a sudden. You know, I got this job in porn, and, you know, I thought I was a cool chick. I was 22, and telling everyone, and, like, you know, it was a good conversation starter. I was a late bloomer, and so now I'm, like, interesting, and men are looking at me differently because I'm in this business. And, yeah, it was terrible. He had he, every he should have left before. Yeah. He should but, have left years before. But fact. he taught you how to give a good blowjob, and then you turned it into a book. Turn into <laughs> so a thank book. you, yes. whoever you are. Yes. All right, chapter three of the <laughs> what else? Uh, what else should people know about this uh, blowjob? About blowjobs. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think the first thing uh, to to just be into to do a good job is to just be into it meaning like you know so don't th- be like black china honest on, on yes Instagram. like this penis should be your friend <laughs> exactly <laughs> she looked like she exactly. did not want to be there and yeah. i was like what's the point what's exactly. the point because you can say no yes you, you don't can. have to do this my sister will tell you yes. <laughs> she's the opposite of all of me hilarious like, like uh uh-uh. no nope, <laughs> you know? never doing it what do you say nope. to women who won't give blowjobs no I, I think my because men does. love those they love them they yes. love them more than anything I think yes I th- I think that's true I think they do um I think my sister does do them but just very infrequently and so and it's like uh, birthdays yeah. and ho- that's yeah, so disrespectful it's like, it's like birthdays and holidays yeah she definitely is one of those people absolutely but she actually does it she she's not a quitter she's good she takes she's she, good at she's it she's gonna do okay. it she she's gonna it right. commit she's gonna commit but you know I think as someone who does who does blowjobs well like likes your penis and i think men just aside from like the way it feels i think they love that kind of attention there it's it's very validating to them you know and uh when they see a woman who's doing it and doing it like a good job that means that they think like you must really like me you must really have you you be into me learned any other techniques from the from some of your porn people um you know, I've the the techniques I've learned is is definitely the little cheats they the cheats. do. Tell they me the, what are the cheats? Well, the cheers a cheat is like I I'm sure everyone's seen this important. It's the hand and the mouth, you know. And if you don't feel like getting vigorous with your mouth, you know, you just kind of can lie, you know, and the guy won't notice. But it's more hand than mouth, and they get like the saliva going, right? And stuff like so. The saliva is a good cheat, okay. But you're not actually working that hard, right? Well, you that's, know, that's who wants to work that hard? Like, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> our advice for anybody who wants to get into this business um, on the PR side is it? It's harder now than it was when you started. On the PR side, um, you know, there's a group of us out there. Most of them live in LA, and um, are you guys friendly or is it competitive? They were friendly with me when I worked at Penthouse. I would, they were all friendly with me. Then I, I was on my own, and at first it was okay, but now, now it your is competition. Not, it is not good anymore. It is not. Um, I've had people write me nasty emails saying uh, we'll that I'm poaching clients because the other they, clients have left them to go to, come to, to me. You? And I'm like, po- how am I poaching? I didn't even know who this person was because your suck as a PR person. Oh, you know? Hilarious. And, okay. And, uh, you know, she came to me or he came to me. And um, I've gotten text messages saying, like, do you just love stealing my clients, don't you? And stuff. But, you know, uh, there have been times where actually 
one or two clients have left me. It's happened, and they've yeah, gone PR to someone. Is, yeah, yeah, it's very, it's it's like it's that. And sometimes people leave not because you're not doing a good job, but because you know sometimes a new person, a new perspective. You know, sometimes you want to keep things you know a little fresh, and sometimes you know you think, let me get some new representation and and see, or someone who specializes in something else or whatever. You know, um, but. You know, in New York, like, they're just general PR people that I've met. They're really cool. Like, they all work together. Like, sometimes they'll get, like, a big client and say, hey, you know what? You know how to do this. I know how to do that. So let's join forces, split the money in half, and do a kick-ass job for this person. Like, that makes sense to me. But in, in the adult industry where it, there's a lot of pettiness, for sure, and, um, you know, it's it's like the kind of industry where they almost sometimes want, like, everyone to get an award or everyone's a winner and all that, and that's not real life. Hello. You know, and I've told, uh, I, I've said this to uh, one of my clients, Lisa Ann, I said, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, do you want me to treat you like you're, you know, mentally disabled, or do you want me to treat you like a real person? Like, you know, like yeah, a right. professional, like someone who's not handicapped, you know, wow. that's asking, but... Um, it's it is plenty to do, you know. I think it's a great. I mean, for the, to be PR in this industry, I think there's you know there's every day there's w girls waiting to turn eighteen, you know, who want fame and all that. Wow. You know, um, one of my biggest clients was Bell Knox, who was mm. a Duke University yes. student, and um, you know a lot of a lot of people in PR and in industry wanted to get their hands on her, and I I got her because we had a, a mutual friend, you know, who was not in the industry and. I started working and, um, you know, uh, she was doing this. She was in this that Hot Girls Wanted documentary. They were they were showed these girls watching her on The View. And I remember book. It was a big moment for me. I booked her on The View. I met Whoopi Goldberg, which was wow. Like incredible. I, wow. I love her so much. And uh, the girls are angry and looking at it in, in the documentary. And they say she must have a she must just she must have a great publicist. That's the only reason she you were like, yes, she does. Know. It's me. It's me. Because it didn't last long. And that's the thing right. you have to, when you're in PR, you have to also know this is not a marriage. It's not really, you know, you break up or you people leave. You can't take stuff personally. People say no to you. People you like say no to you. Like sometimes you say no to me. Sometimes you say yes to me. And it's all good. It's like, okay, thanks. And it's not personal. Know? Of course it's not. Of course it's not. Are you are you financially secure? What do you do with your money since you're on your own um, and it's and yes. it is very fickle? It is very, I'm actually probably making more money now than I have in my life. Nice. Yeah, without, I almost wish I had taken this plunge sooner because in an office, like, you know, in the beginning when I first started working in offices, you got your yearly raise, your bonus, whatever, and that does not exist anymore. You know, right. people, and even at Penthouse, my last job, which I love there, but, you know, I, there was, I wasn't, I didn't get a raise for the last, Five years I was there, four years I was there, you know, magazines don't do well and all that. When you work for yourself, like, even when shit gets bad, you can always make more money. You know, you can always find a way, you know, you can Cause you find have to. a way. Because you have to. Yeah, so you're, you know? building, you're building a muscle right. that is forcing you to do something. Exactly. So when you work for a company, you're stuck. You know, your boss said no to a raise. What are you going to do, Moonlight? Yeah, you right. could, which I did. Right. I had, you know, because I, I had, you know, when I was younger, I was ridiculous with the credit cards and built up a <laughs> huge amount of debt. So now you're don't, you're, no. you're debt-free? I am debt-free now. You are debt-free? Debt do you own your own home? 
I do. I got a condo uh, eight years ago. Okay, yeah. so you are okay. Yes, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. No matter what, and that's yeah. important. It is. And I tell people all the time to get like buy, paying off your house. Yes, that's my new thing because I have to do mm-hmm. that. So. I'm, yes. I'm happy you have that. Yes, that was, you know, my dad talked me into that. He's like, my dad said, I don't want to worry about you any longer. Aww. Like, I, you need to find a place to live where you can't get kicked out. I love that. I love that. <laughs> you know. Uh, last question, area of question, because um, I'm on this religion kick. Not a religion kick as much as, you know, I want to see where people are spiritually. Yeah. I want to see how free people are spiritually. I want to free people spiritually. Sure. Where, where do you stand? spiritually do you oh, believe in god i definitely believe in god absolutely um i was raised to but that's not the reason why um you know i went to yeshiva and that's you know so the jewish uh jewish, jewish hebrew religious, school yeah um, yeah you learned hebrew you were bat mitzvot bat mitzvot, bat mitzvot. yes the whole mm-hmm. everything baruch um, hashem Oh, very yeah. good. Yeah, very good. Something. good. Yeah. My father worked at a chicken store. I don't know if this is, is Vos Makstu? Vos, Vos Makstu? Is that, what's the matter? That's Yiddish. That's Yiddish. Yes, okay. yes. All right. So he yes. had this whole saying about, I'll pull your head out of the ground like an onion. He could say that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's very yeah, clear. Those good. are Yiddish He had some great things. Yiddish stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, okay. Anyway. Yeah, that's great. What did he do there? Uh, he worked in a chicken store from like the age of eight to eighteen, and um, he made enough money to be the first person to go to college in his house. Um, like a butcher, yeah, sure. like a chicken. Yeah, they made chicken salad. Like he was, my father could make. That's one thing he could make: chicken wow. salad and egg salad. Because he learned. I at the, love that at the chicken I, store. I love chicken yeah. salad. It's so good. Yeah, it's very Jewish. Oh, we love that. We <laughs> yeah. love food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love. But I don't know about your gefilte fish. I don't oh know. no, you that's have nasty. That. That's some nasty well, looking stuff. I was raised Sephardic Jew. Okay. So we don't do the oh. gefilte fish. So people way. who don't know, Sephardic is more um, like Span- Hispanic, uh, Middle Eastern, what, yeah, yeah, Western like, Europe. Yes, it's very yeah. lentils and right, very falafel like, Very falafel <laughs> exactly. Hummus, yes, you know, baba yes. ganoush, baba all ganoush. That stuff. Yes, yes, all yes, that. That's yes. like that kind of Jew. Not the Polish, Eastern Europe yeah. Jew, Jewish yes, person, the, which is the, the, the gefilte and the all gefilte that. fish and the pierogies and, yeah. and all that. Which are good. Like, pierogies like are delicious. Yeah. yeah, those are good. Uh, you know, a matzo ball soup, you know, and stuff. All right, like, to have that. That's yeah. like swallowing. Anyway. But um, I definitely, you know, I had that background, and I, I hated that school. And I, I forced my mom to let me go to pri- a public school, which my sister was not going to, you know, my older sister. That's and why she's not very good at the blowjobs. There you go. Anyway. But my, my mom, <laughs> I, she, I really twisted her arm and she let me go. And, um, you know, there was a time, there were times in my life I think I did have doubts. But um, What confirmed that there is a God for you? You know, you can actually... I always get emotional when I talk about God. It's hard. I mean, a happy way. You know, when you actually feel like a, someone putting their hand on your shoulder, but there's nobody there, and it's just this presence, and it's it's hard to understand. And I think when your heart is open and your mind is open is when a person can. It, it saddens me when I've I've I had a very serious boyfriend that was um a big atheist, which is totally fine. I remember him say to me, you know, you, I, you're such a smart girl. And then I remember you believe in God. And then I'm like, you're not so smart, you know. And I just don't think he felt that hand on his shoulder. Ever in his life. Ever. I don't. And I think he was a very closed up person and a very insecure person. And just I, I, I think when you take those, you know, when you let yourself be loose and you can feel it and feel and be aware, like, 
oh my god like wow this almost like something bad could have happened where you know that something just intervened and saved your ass mm. you know you know that someone is watching you what do you say to people who look at your career and the people that you represent and say that that's the devil and those are evil yeah dark, those you're gonna go to hell i've had to deal with that a lot yeah. a lot and um people have not been like i think i'm a hypocrite because i consider myself a religious person and also work in this but you know there's nothing in the old testament and, and i've had to learn it that says there's something wrong with you know sh showing your body and expressing yourself you know there is about adultery there is about murder you know, murder and all mm -hmm. these things but none of these things lying are lying yeah yeah i mean you'd su be surprised how many you know there, there I, a lot of girls are not the most religious people, but I've met a fair share that are, or, or that do things that people don't, wouldn't think they do, like, like you know, volunteer at a soup kitchen. Like, I had clients that do things like that. And like, stuff. love people. Yeah, and, and that, that actually treat people care. well. Yeah, and, and want to, you know, be happy and stuff and, and make other people happy. It's, you know, they're entered, I, I see the, the, the part of me working in, in porn no different than if I worked as like repping professional wrestler wrestling or it's like that. It's, it's just entertainment. I don't even watch the stuff myself. I'll be honest with you. Not because I think it makes me uncomfortable, but to me, it's like watching people eat. Right. That's what you know it looks what? like to that me. That is a great because I don't watch yeah. porn either. Full yeah. disclosure. Yeah, never have. Never. I can't. I, I don't get it. You know. But yeah. to each his own. Yeah. I know that it's a big industry. It's probably the largest industry in our country. Yeah. Right. Sure. Uh, probably in the world. Yeah. But you know, I just don't get anything out of it personally. But, yeah. Yeah. For me, I like the pictures, to be honest with you. Like when I worked, I worked at so many porn magazines and I enjoyed looking at the pictures for sure. What about the pictures? The pictures, a picture you can kind of put your own imagination and stint on. You know, it's like reading a book or something. And um, if it's like a really attractive man and woman. You like, can make your own stories yeah, up you, about yeah. who they are and what they're about. Or, yeah. Or, but all or, of the mystery is gone when you watch them. And, to yeah, me, all yeah. the mystery is gone, especially when they start doing a close-up you know of the parts together and stuff it's like i got it okay right, you know? right. you're having but, sex <laughs> but i mean i know my husband loves it i've I, now that we live together we're married you know i've come downstairs and i can tell that he had done it recently because i looked you know something popped up and whatever i saw some tissues <laughs> you know? oh gosh i told him i said oh, honey obviously you know i don't care but like you know, just clean up after your shit. You right, know? right. Up. Don't have me pick up your nasty you know, tissues. Right. Clean up. But, you know, um, but that's it. But I, I just think of it as entertainment. It's the way I've always thought of it as. And the I, I, reason I stayed was because I love the actual business of it. It is fun and fast-paced, and I, I get to, like, create something, and I love people. You know, that's the thing. I'm, I'm like, a people person, and it is a great place for people you know like if you like to interact with people different and talk, people I can yeah, say and that. all kinds of people well you're a wonderful person thank I was, you I, I've been, I said I wanted to sit down and talk with you oh, I know I, you were like me I was like yes you, I you every time it. you come here you're over over there and I was like who is this woman I need to know more about her so thank you for thank giving you for me some of your time me. I appreciate you how can people reach you if they want to uh engage sure in your services um, you can uh, find me on Facebook, uh, Lainey Spicer. That's L-A-I-N-I-E-S-P-E-I-S-E-R. And on Instagram and Twitter, it's Miss Lainey, M-I-S-S-L-A-I-N-I-E. Oh, wow.
right. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. All right, people. Till next time, you were listening to The Hub. Mm-hmm.